guys? This is Matt from the Human Animal Podcast. I am here with Nate and Jake. Guys, how are you doing today? Outstanding. Doing pretty well. Doing pretty well despite the uh, cold weather outside. Despite, despite the, the cold weather. You're the one who's been saying you miss the cold weather and you love it so much. That's true. But at the same time, I, I got in my car after work today. I was like, oh, it's cold in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it, the cold snap hit quick. Yeah. It, when the first snowfall fell, I, I, I cried. Cried. <laughs> Did your tears freeze on your face? <laughs> yes, and of my beard. <laughs> um, all right, well, we are so excited to, to be doing this podcast. And I just got to say, we have gone international. Do you guys realize this? Really? We, yeah. Which one of our moms went to another country? <laughs> <laughs> you know those moms that travel everywhere. Uh, no, we have people listening in, I uh, was just checking it today, we have people listening in Japan, uh, Guatemala, Mexico, Norway, Norway, United Kingdom, like, that's pretty awesome. So, to all of our international people, uh, thank you for tuning in, uh, you probably have, don't speak English very well, because otherwise you would not listen to us very long. <laughs> but we love you. As they say, konnichiwa. Konnichiwa, that's right. Yeah. Konnichiwa. Um, so we're, we're excited about that. It's kind of fun to see the little podcast grow, the little podcast that could, uh, it was a seed and it's, yeah. it's been a long, tough journey, but we're up here to we 15 are. listeners. <laughs> so it's amazing. Um, well today we actually have a question from a listener, uh, actually someone in our gym who I think, uh, is just one of the most positive people I know. So it's, it's fun to answer a question for her, but she just turned 50 and her question for us was i better pull it up now so i don't mess it up she's like an ideal client yes always positive Mm -hmm. ready to work hard willing to do whatever it takes and and also she's already bought into the mindfulness aspect which makes the whole training cycle so much easier once you get your mind right yeah Mm -hmm. certainly makes me happy to you know I, i love it when people approach me and are like hey you know, do, do you have any ideas for a mindfulness practice or, you know, things like that? It's just, it, she did that recently. I was just like, oh. Yeah. So it's just awesome. But her question is pretty, uh, pretty basic, but pretty broad. She basically says, 50 years old and now what? How should my training slash nutritional, nutritional practices change as I age? So there's a lot there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, who do you, who wants to start us off on this one? Where do we want to start? Well, you know, I think a, a lot of it still goes back to, and we've talked about it before, your goals. What are your specific goals? Have they changed now that you're 50? Um, if so, our training is probably going to be uh, going to change right along with that. You know, Nate, like you've mentioned before, your favorite person to work with is you know, an older adult who just wants to get on the ground and play with their grandkids. So, you know, if, if that's the goal, then we change the, the training, um, you know, to, to help us achieve that. We always want to main, maintain our mobility. Um, but, you know, potentially you're a 50-year-old who wants to compete in an Olympic lifting competition. And in which case, then you need to train appropriately, mm-hmm. right? And, and also it's going to uh, change your nutrition as well, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, 
That is the perfect answer. I can't even come, can't even follow that. Yeah, so it's still all about goals and where you want to be. Um, if we're looking at just age and and kind of what we need to do, I, a couple of things come to my mind. And one is that we probably are going to start focusing on more hypertrophy work, even if that's not something you've been really into before. Because one of the, the biggest markers of age and also of loss of functionality is loss of lean muscle mass. So um, as you get older, it becomes really important. It's not a bad thing to want to get a little, a little, you know, bicep action on or a little, a little bit, a little <laughs> bit of a, of, I can't even say it with air quotes, air quotes, muscle tone. Um, it's not bad to want to put on some lean muscle mass because uh, basically the way I imagine this, the higher you take your peak for your lean muscle mass, the longer it takes to come down from that peak. You can kind of ride that wave out all the way to shore. Okay, so we want to um, set I, you up. I, I'm not really sure I like your metaphor there. <laughs> <laughs> all the way to shore, my goodness, where are we going? <laughs> the shore represents the end, Nathan. Ah, okay. The end. <laughs> the ultimate end. <laughs> I like that. And then you get off the surfboard and you walk down the beach. And I don't know where we're at right now in the metaphor, but we're in the beach. <laughs> Something's good. Nice. Doing cardio on the beach, right? Yeah, oh, yeah exactly. We're going to confuse people. Um, yeah, so uh, hypertrophy work. And what does hypertrophy work mean? Uh, it means that we're going to be doing a lot of sets, more in that 8 to 12 rep range. Um, we can still work on skill. We can still do some uh, uh, heavier lifts and go lower rep. That's fine. And we might even do a couple more like endurance sets. And heaven forbid, we might even do some more isolation-esque exercises. <gasps> which normal again, <laughs> normally, you know, I try to stay away from that. I don't think it's, uh, but um, I don't think it's necessarily functional. But if your goal is to, to get a little bit of muscle mass on you and maybe you have some injuries or some other orthopedic issues, like, if I can't get you to do a chin-up anymore, I'm still going to have you do some rows and bicep curls, probably. Like, that's fine. Um, but still staying away from machines and anything that limits or, or affects your range of motion. We want you to be strong, your whole body. Is there a difference between, um, you know, those recommendations for a male versus a female? Well, yeah, yeah I, I know one thing... Um... For me, and I, I've had a couple clients who have been interested in osteogenesis, you know, uh, building more bone. Okay. Um, mm. And I was doing some research, and I found out that uh, to induce osteogenesis, which is a very slow process in itself, um, you need to have roughly a tenth of the pressure that it would take to break the bone. Um, so heavy weight yep. is, is really the key. Mm -hmm. You know, it's... There's nothing wrong with training, you know, towards the, the end of your strength spectrum. You know, you really need to challenge your body for your body to adapt. What does heavy weight mean? <laughs> That's a really good question. So heavy weight would be, let's say that you're doing three sets of 10. Heavy weight would be uh, a weight that you cannot do 12 of that weight. So it's not a 10 rep max. So it's not like the last one is the one that you're struggling through, but that you could not keep going. 
So, you know, that, that's a pretty lenient range. Mm -hmm. So if you were doing four sets of four, you shouldn't be able to do five or six. It should be, you know, you could probably get five and six is for sure a no-go. Um, and that's all while maintaining proper form. Exactly, exactly. So if, you know, if you're cranking your shoulder to try to get, you know, one or two extra, that, that doesn't count. Yeah. Form, form trumps all. Technique trumps all. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So uh, now a couple things that I would probably avoid because I just don't see it, – it's all based on a risk-benefit analysis, right? It's what is the risk, what is the benefit of any activity you're doing. And uh, I don't think that once you're over 50, if you're not competing, you don't need to go find what your one rep max is. There's no benefit to that. Like there, you don't need to do that. Um, and this is something else we talk about actually in, in our team meetings is as you get older and part of this is probably uh, a history of injury and just because of our population, I still think people should be able to do this, but you might not be able to do as many heavy bilateral lifts mm -hmm. as you get older, right? And what we mean by that is bilateral is just having both feet firmly planted on the ground. So if we're doing uh, like a barbell deadlift or maybe a, a barbell back squat or a front squat, barbell clean, some Olympic weightlifting, any of these like normally heavy explosive movements, um, we just see a lot of people with back issues as we get older. Now, that being said, we, sh we should never get to that point. People should be able to lift and squat and do totally natural human movements well uh, throughout their entire lifetime. I really believe that. I think that humans are designed not to be fragile, but to be resilient. Um, but our current lifestyle kind of takes us away. It detrains that resiliency. Um, it, it surprises me with things like the lazy boy out there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> have, you seen nice. the, have you seen the one that has the massage, the heater, and the cup holder all at the same time? Oh, man. Seen it. You don't even need to leave. <laughs> I know. It's a, you, all you need is Amazon and a delivery driver. <laughs> I, I, I'm serious. Have you guys seen Wally, -E, right? Have you seen Pixar's yeah. Wally? -E? Have you seen this? I, I know I've seen part of it. I don't know if I've seen it. Okay, we're going to sit down and watch Wally -E sometime all together. Right, all right. Okay. Uh, because cartoons play. are amazing. But I seriously worry we're going to turn into that someday. Mm -hmm. uh, basically, at the end of Wally, -E, uh, humans have become so, they, the machines do everything for them. They've just become giant blobs that just sit in chairs that carry them around and they get different flavored Slurpees with their nutrition in it. And that's just how it works. Perfect. But it's like, it, yeah, perfect. <laughs> the, the Finally. I've <laughs> been waiting so long. <laughs> so it's just, but it's, it's, it's scary because uh, we should be able to maintain this. And so, uh, but if you're on your own, especially, and you don't have a coach and you haven't had someone kind of take you through some mobility screens and make sure you're good to go. I'm, I'm hesitant to recommend people load up those bilateral lifts and really challenge themselves a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, all, our alternatives would be stuff like step-ups, split squats. Uh, we love rear foot elevated split squats at the gym. They're great. Uh, lunges, single leg deadlifts, uh, straight leg deadlifts, uh, lots of balancing. And when we mean balancing, we're not thinking like on a BOSU ball. But... Uh, <laughs> actually just like walking a line or carrying, doing loaded carries where you're transferring, uh, shifting balance from one foot to another. 
those are your your meat and potato movements that you can really get a lot out of. And you know, not just people with back problems can benefit from those exercises either. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Population. They're they're just for everybody, but those tend to be because you're you have most of the weight on one side at any given time. Uh, you you can only usually hold half the weight total. So the the stress on the spine and on the trunk, the core to be in a good position is half or less of what you might be able to handle if you had weight on both sides. Um, and you're still able to stress the lower body or the upper body. Um, but we should never get there, ideally. Unfortunately, people don't appreciate their ability to move until they don't have it anymore. Yes. And that's so true because I feel like that's what started me down my path of like mobility and natural and more like the natural training was I got hurt. I played basketball and I uh, tore some ligaments in my ankle. I was holed up. I couldn't move very well. And all of a sudden this became a real interest to me. Uh, it was no longer something I was like, I don't, I don't ever want to have this happen to me again. And that was motivational, uh, motivated me to do continue education. It's why I still read about that stuff today. I think it all stemmed from that incident. And it wasn't until I lost it that I appreciated what I had. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the way for everybody. So uh, I'm going to throw this at Nathan. So Nathan, if we do have someone who is older and they are noticing some stiffness, some joint stiffness, um, maybe they even have some arthritis going on and they can't seem to load the weights up a lot. What are some exercises they could get into to start reclaiming that motion that they could do on their own? Yeah. Well, uh, one thing I I would challenge everyone to do, and I know that Matt, you're going to like hearing this, um, is to get on the floor and move around on the floor and do like quadruped rock backs. Try to, uh, you know, if you can try to mimic a squat pattern without loading your spine, just see if you can you know, have that mobility in your hips, you know, see how you, you function deloaded. You know, that, that's really important. If you have the range of motion without being loaded, and then like from that position, when you have that range of motion, that's when you can earn more weight. Um, and that's when you can really start to load things and challenge the muscle. But it, there needs to be a healthy range of motion. there. Um, you know, another thing that I would ask someone to do uh, to increase the weight is you know, can you handle your body weight? You know, so it's, we're, we're really building from square one. Uh, you know, this is something that you know, is core to what we coach a lot of times is master your own body and your own body weight before you manipulate other things. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I would, I would ask someone to get down on, on one knee and put their knee and both feet as if they were on a balance beam and see if they can balance. It's a lot harder than you think. You know, I was actually, I was coaching someone on this earlier. Um, it was earlier today and I about fell over. <laughs> you know, I had to, uh, I had to put my hand on the ground and catch myself. It's not, you were, a, you were drunk though at the time. So <laughs> well, I gotta give you a break. Well, it was five thirty in the morning. So it's a Irish coffee, right? Yeah. But, uh, you know, so those are, those are the basics. But mm-hmm. from from there, don't worry about the numbers on the dumbbell or the barbell if you're lifting bilaterally or, you know, the, the sandbag. 
go with effort level. I, I really enjoy using the perceived effort level scale, uh, you know, from one to 10, one being, you know, you just woke up, you haven't even moved yet, you're lying down and, you know, you're completely relaxed. And 10 would be, I can't do this for more than a couple seconds. And where do you fall in that effort range? And it's kind of amazing because you'll, you'll have people doing a movement, like a single leg deadlift. And they say, well, you know, the weight's really light, but it's so hard for me to balance or it's hard enough for me to balance where I, I can't do this weight in my effort levels, like at an eight. And I'm like, I'm really struggling, but the weight's not very high and they, they feel like they've failed. But if your effort level is at an eight, who cares about the weight? Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you are at the edge of your ability. Perfect. That's you know, where we want you. Exactly. That's where, you know, like you said, that's where we want people to be training is at the edge of their ability. Just be on their comfort zone. There's nothing wrong with that. And, you know, you can build from there. And as your, as your comfort level expands, obviously you're going to have to increase the stimulus, increase the weight. That's typically how I train people to uh, get stronger. Yeah. Um, I love all of that. <laughs> I do. I do. Uh, it, it, like you said, getting people on the ground, move in different positions. Uh, one of my favorite sayings uh, from Kelly Starrett, a uh, really great coach, is uh, your best position is your next position. Mm, yeah. I uh, quoted that the other day. I couldn't remember who said it. I was like, crap, was it Greg Cook or was it? Yeah. I couldn't remember. Kelly Starrett. All yeah. Right. And basically the idea being that uh, any one position held too long can be detrimental to our health. We're meant to be moving. So there's this huge rap about, against sitting right now, right? Sitting is the new uh, is the new cancer. It's worse than smoking. We've heard these studies like it's worse than smoking like a pack of cigarettes a day. Um, so what you're saying is if I don't sit down all day, you can I sit- could take up smoking. <laughs> Perfect. For you, Jake, yes. Yeah. <laughs> God bless. Okay. Um, but... Uh, really, the, the, I think the issue isn't as much with sitting as it is that that's the only position we're in for so much of the day. Uh, coaches, we know this, like standing, we stand a lot. And standing comes with its own set of problems. I, I moved from a sitting desk to a standing desk when I was still living in Japan. I just cut out like this cardboard box and set it on top with my keyboard and all my coworkers looked at me like I was insane. Uh, but, you know, it was cool because I was a foreigner, so I just did crazy stuff all the time. A crazy guy. A crazy guy. Um, but what I noticed is that you can become uh, unmindful while standing. I'm at the computer still. I start hanging out on one hip more than the other hip. I shift my weight over to one side. And before you know it, that hip is tight. And I'm tight in different ways from standing than I would be for sitting. But I guess neither position is is always perfect. I think moving and changing positions and being able to change positions is really good. So um, just encouraging people to, yeah, move, just try different things. Like that's going to keep your mobility up. Mobility is really, really important um, going forward, especially as you age. You want to maintain that, that quality of life. And I think the quality of life comes from being able to do stuff. Why are you stroking your beard? <laughs> I just looked and there are some great beards. <laughs> 
completely all three of us have beards yep it's wonderful we we should have like a beard growing contest well no shave november yeah november is coming up yeah we should totally do that yeah Yeah, i think it's getting really long we can think about it (laughs) sorry i I think there may be some significant others that would uh that would disagree yeah (laughs) yep so i think uh that gives some ideas for training. If we're going to summarize, I think some of the stuff we covered were basically uh, still want to get strong to increase bone density, but maybe doing some more hypertrophy work. Don't be afraid of doing some more isolated exercises, especially if you're having joint pain. Ideally, we would never get there because we're going to be moving uh, naturally throughout our whole lives. But in the case you are there, it's good to find a coach or to start on your own, just change positions, get on the ground, um, find ways to move in different, uh, uh, find ways to move differently, but that that are pain free, and kind of rebuild. And then finally, what is heavy? Heavy is per, a, a lot of it's perceived exertion, and that's going to change significantly as you age. And you don't want to be comparing your fifty-year-old self to your twenty-five-year-old self. That's a losing game. Yeah, please do not do that. Because I've had people do that. I used to be able to, like, okay, that's cool, but this is a completely different stage in your biology right now. Um, that's about some of them. Yeah. Oh, I've got uh, one other thing that I um, I just remembered that I wanted to say. Uh, it's interesting, especially after, um, you know, in the, in the later stages of life, one of the greatest signifiers or, uh, I guess, uh, correlated things to uh, premature death and death is that as soon as you can't get yourself off of the ground, mm-hmm. like as if you fall, you are significantly more likely to die in the next five years. So um, one thing that I, I do uh, for some family members of mine is I taught them how to get up off of the ground efficiently. Um, and so I have them splayed out on the ground and then I've coached them on how to get up and not strain their back and not too much, not put too much pressure on their shoulders and things like that so they can get up off the ground very efficiently. Mm-hmm. Um, I call that my oh crap drill. You know, I've fallen, <laughs> oh crap. How do I get out of this position? Mm-hmm. Um, so if we can figure out how to get people to do things like just simple things like getting up off the ground. And finding ways that of doing that that work for them, that will help, you know, that individual's longevity for a really long time. Yeah. So I, I turned fifty. Now you're telling me I'm I'm over the hill. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, but, it, but... I, I'm I'm offended. I'm offended. <laughs> you should be. And I'm offended for him. As a fifty year old woman, I'm offended. <laughs> I'm gonna get in so much trouble. Um, <laughs> okay. So uh, next kind of area that was part of this question, uh, nutrition. How does nutrition change? Um, This is a really in-depth conversation. I think uh, a couple people I can point you to immediately that I would go check out are Mark Sishin of Mark's Daily Apple. Uh, I think Mark's in his 60s now, and he's more jacked than I am. Um, and he lives Which is really, really well. Really jacked. So, yeah. Okay. Oh, thanks, Jake. Uh, another is uh, Art Devaney, who's another one uh, who's I think he's in his 80s now, and he's just still 
uh, firing on all cylinders, and they have, and they're both uh, writers who talk about nutrition and exercise, and th those guys would be really great to check out. Um, kind of my take on it is, you know, good nutrition is good nutrition. Uh, there are individual differences, but the overall the picture stays the same. Uh, some things that you kind of want to think about are um, we need to reduce our oxidative stress, right? Uh, oxidative stress is going to be the highest uh, cause of inflammation and disease later on in life. So how do we reduce oxidative stress? But uh, what, what is oxidative what stress? What is oxidative stress? Uh, oxidative stress happens when uh, oxidized particles enter the body and they can think of them as little uh, hellions and they <laughs> they can uh, damage cells and DNA um, and just basically and, and that's how they can cause a lot of disease and uh, like the simplest way to think about something oxidized is uh, think about a f uh, oil that you leave on your counter and it's gone rancid you ever hear of an oil going rancid that's because it's been exposed to heat, light, and oxygen, which are the three things that are most likely to oxidize, um, to create oxidative particles or free radicals. Free radicals! <laughs> Sounds like a hippie movie. The New Radicals is a band, <laughs> isn't it? I don't know. Oh, yeah, they had a great song. You get what you give, New Radicals. Uh-oh, we're gonna, I'm going to have to like put this in the background over the top of me talking. It's just like a little <laughs> clip of this so that people can enjoy it. But, um... So we want to reduce that oxidative stress. And the oxidative stress you can think of as the total load of, um, of oxidation that the body's going under. And this happens normally. It happens normally in biological processes every single day. Uh, there's going to be stress. But we only have so much we can buffer against. Our body has, you hear, we hear of antioxidants all the time. Um, but your body has natural antioxidants in it. And it fights the stress, but there's only so much you can handle. So even if you're like super dosing on antioxidants, well, and super dosing on antioxidants is probably really not a good idea at all. Mm. Yeah. Um, most of the way that antioxidants work are they actually cause oxidative damage and then your body responds by uptaking its own response. Mm. Of antioxidants. So that's how like, like, blueberries and green tea and chocolate all that stuff works it's actually so, damages you a bit a little bit first and your body ups its response so you're not going to get like a giant response it's just like exercise you want the appropriate amount so if you super dose on antioxidants like vitamin c uh you could have some potential like huge issues with that hmm. yeah so what you're saying is chocolate green tea and blueberries are terrible for you no, they're great for you. They're wonderful health foods. Dark chocolate people, like 90%. You got to go for it. Uh, but you just got to be careful with it. You never, you just can never mega dose and think that more of something means it's good. It's the, it's the same in nutrition, same in exercise, same in most things. Like, oh, if a little bit is good for me, a lot is great for me. No, that doesn't work. So, like... A little bit of cocaine made me feel great. <laughs> a lot of cocaine is going to make me feel even better. <laughs> no. That's not how it works. 
so well, that's like, a lot so, of oxidative stress. Like the the um, five hour energies that have like twenty five thousand percent of your daily B vitamins. Yeah, you're just peeing, you're peeing that out. Okay, so it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, are the B vitamins fat soluble? They are, aren't they? You and I, I've forgotten. I feel like B vitamins are fat soluble. That would seem really dangerous. Yeah, then it could be dangerous. I take it back. <laughs> Got I'll have to look it up. Um, can't believe I don't know that off the top of my head. I think they're water soluble. Okay. <laughs> can't believe that. Fortunately. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so Google. so basically, we want to reduce oxidative stress, and how do we do that? We want to reduce all the excess oxidative stress that the process of our cells dividing and aging already creates enough. We don't need to add extras in. The extra comes from uh, processed foods that have high amounts of sugar, high amounts of processed fats, which, as we talked about before, with rancid fats, have been exposed to heat, light. And oxygen while being processed, that's part of the reason why they're so bad for you. Okay, they're, That's going to create an extra load on the body. Uh, Over-exercising. Exercising can create oxidative stress, especially if you're going too far. Uh, not getting enough sleep is, can create extra oxidative stress. So oxidative stress is just like kind of the process of the body keeping up its normal functions, and you're, and you're trying to uh, fight that. So basically what that means is all the same recommendations we would normally make. Eat meat, fish, veggies, some fruit, some uh, starchy tubers, healthy fats, nuts and seeds. Eliminate the processed foods that are going to have refined flours and even whole grain flours, like whole grains. Grains in general you need to cut out. You need to probably cut out soy, uh, which is a hugely processed plant, uh, and other legumes. So that one can be kind of individual a little bit. Uh, dairy can be pro-inflammatory. So that's also very individual, so you're going to have to experiment with that. Uh, artificial sweeteners, all this other junk, you need to just cut it out. You need to stick with stuff uh, that has a face or grows in the ground. Um, and I guess that I guess yeah. grains count, but, so i got to cut those back out. Yeah. But And keep the cocaine out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, one question that I could see people having is, like, uh, what about calcium? Like, uh, do you have some, like, do you think that supplements past 50, uh, like calcium supplements would be appropriate for people or? Um, I would run away like the plague. I would stay away from, from calcium supplements. And I know that's, that's counterintuitive, but, uh, calcium is used to strengthen bones. It's also used to clog your arteries. Uh, the, the problem is when you take a supplement, you don't know where it's going. So if your metabolism is already kind of broken, uh, there's actually uh, some significant studies that have shown that women, older women who take calcium supplements are more likely to die from uh, or to experience a stroke or a heart attack. That to me seems pretty sketchy. So I would stay away from it. Um, you can get calcium from leafy greens, nuts and seeds. And most of all, though, the reason people want to supplement with calcium is because they've been told this is how we make our bones more dense, like you were talking about before with osteogenesis. And really, the way to make bones more dense is to stress the bones appropriately so that they make themselves more dense. You're not bleaching calcium from your bones. So uh, weight training. Weight training, good eating, reducing oxidative stress, which can help 
uh, keep the calcium where it belongs. That's where you need to go. Stay away from pop or other like yep. highly acidic mm-hmm. foods that are gonna like sap the calcium out of your bones. Are you talking about like the acid base balance stuff? Because well, I think the acid base balance stuff is a little bit particularly just like pop. Okay, there might be stuff on that. I'm not sure. I I always get a little bit hesitant because there's a lot of research or talk about the acid base balance out there, and I'm pretty sure that. Uh, Acid base balance is regulated like by your body. So just like all these other things, just eating an a acid diet doesn't mean that your you know blood turns into green acid and starts <laughs> dis- dissolving your bones. Like your body regulates that pretty closely. But that's not a good reason to keep drinking pop. That's not a good reason <laughs> to keep drinking pop. Yeah, the pop could just be could be bleaching calcium out for other reasons. Um. So reduce that oxidative stress. You're going to still need protein uh, to keep up your muscle mass, but your overall protein and calorie needs will start to gradually drop off as you get older. Part of that, though, could just be because most people lose muscle mass as they get older. And so they don't, their metabolism isn't going as hot because they don't have, uh, muscle is metabolism for the most part. Um, so if you were able to maintain your metabolism, I would think that your protein and calorie needs would still be higher than what is considered average. Um, That's a lot. It is a lot. It's pretty dense, too. I try to not make it too dense. Maybe I'm just (laughs) dense. (laughs) So, uh, any questions on that stuff? Can we think of any other stuff that they might want to know? I think the other thing, yeah, go ahead. Oh, uh, I guess I, I remembered another thing with the osteogenesis is, mm-hmm. um, and it, particularly with, with weight training, why machines are not necessarily something we want to recommend for people who are wanting osteogenesis is because... How about we just say we don't recommend? We don't even have to, you don't have to dance around that. Well, yeah. Not we, necessarily something okay. we don't recommend. Yeah, we... Yeah. <laughs> um, but the, the, the thing is, you have to load your spine and your hips because a lot of times when, when people suffer from uh, you know, loss of bone mass, it, it's in their hips. And they, mm-hmm. you, know, you hear a lot of people, it's like, oh, I fell and I broke a hip. So it, what we need to do is stress that area of the body. And how we do that is to hand someone weight. They have to hold it. And a lot of times people are like, oh, but, you know, I've been, I've been on the machine curl thing. And, you know, I, that's <laughs> leg extension. Yeah. You know, and it's, and they keep, they keep trying to dodge the bullet of, you know, it's like, you, you just need to load your spine and your hips. And if you can do that, you're covering the most uh, vulnerable spot in your body. So, it, you know, not to mention the fact that they're sheer force in a lot of machines, you know, they're not, they're not loading the axis of the bone how it's supposed to be because we're built to fight gravity. We don't fight horizontal forces very well. Mm-hmm. You know, that's really where we're vulnerable. And we want to, you know, the, the bones are built to take weight vertically. So, you know, why, if you're trying to, you know, stimulate your, your bones, why would you load it with sheer force? It, it just, it doesn't work. Yeah. Anyway, I think if we look at the root cause of why people utilize machines 
it's because they're easy and you don't really have to think about it. Um, but if you really want the benefits of a, a high quality workout, you have to you have to get away from them. Absolutely. And and so invest a little bit in your health and have a professional help you. That's really the the simplest thing you can do. And if that professional is taking over to the weight machines, find somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. I had a very very <laughs> negative thought, but I'm holding it in. <laughs> One day you're just gonna explode, Matt. Yeah, I really need. To, oh man, I need to keep myself under control. You need to do a body scan. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> Episode eight, yeah. repeat. Yeah, either all that or, the day. <laughs> either that, or you will uh, have one heck of a blog post. Yeah, yeah, I do get. <laughs> I get really fired up sometimes. Um, awesome. Well, I think we've given. Uh, I think we've given our uh, our friends some some tools to start with. And if she has any more questions, we would love for her to, to come back. Or if any, any of you have any questions more about this, uh, we'd love to hear back from you. I believe we're going to try to set up uh, a better, more easy access email account for people to email con- questions in. So hopefully we'll have that up by next week. We can tell people about that. Mm. Sound good? A little teaser there. A little teaser. <laughs> uh, what do you guys got going on this week? Anything finishing up? Yeah. Anything to tell the people? Well, tomorrow we'll be at a, both Nate and I will be at a, um, a local college presenting um, on mind, body, and health. Yep. Uh, n- myths, right? Myths about nutrition. Well, we're so we're, we're doing a number of things. We're, we're going to cover nutrition. We're going to cover some mindfulness. And we're also going to take them through a, a, a little workout. The, like, the theme of it is, is game on mind, body, and health. So our, our whole um, uh, presentation is going to try to encompass all of that. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to uh, taking them through some, some gentle mindfulness. And, you know, I want to see how many heads I can get nodding in their chairs and just see <laughs> if I can get them to fall asleep. The one time that I do public speaking and I'm hoping people fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then, and then we've got the, the huge event on Saturday for our... Our uh, free fat loss. Yeah, pumpkin workout. Super fun. So if you are, again, if you're in Bloomington area, you're 8 a.m. Saturday, this. you won't hear this because this will be gone. So we'll, we got to come up with costumes for that still. Yes. Yeah, all right. That's kind of what I was thinking about when I was like, when I was rubbing my beard, thinking how you guys have awesome beards. <laughs> I was like, what are they going to be? Yeah, you don't know. Don't um. Know. Actually, so I know I guess, you're going to be. <laughs> yeah, ne- next week, uh, hopefully I'll, I'll be able to tell people about the parkour MoveNet mashup that I'm going to this weekend, helping coach up in Indy. I'm hoping that will be a fun event and we'll get some turnout and just help spread the good movement word. But um, all right, man. Everyone, thanks so much for listening. Uh, if you enjoy the podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes or subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, send us your questions send us feedback we love hearing about it and uh, figuring out what we can do to make this better and more useful for you so thanks a bunch guys you want to sign off have a good week guys see you next week peace